The Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1. The Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. This goes out to WBGZ Radio, 107.1 FM, The Big Z. Smash with you here, doing a radio style. Friend of mine died. Friend of mine died. Friend of mine died. Friend of mine died. They're having visitation for him right now, funeral tomorrow. Friend of mine died. I love this guy. Jack Martorelli is his name. I came to know Jack through my work with backstoppers at Guns and Hoses. He always used to sit right on my left all the years, ringside as I was, you know, announcing or calling the matches, various things that I would do with Guns and Hoses over the 35 years. And there was Jackie right on my left. He'd always hand me the ring counts as to who the, uh, the winners were in the early days. And, uh, I always loved it because he'd look over and give me a big smile. He ain't going to be there this year. He ain't going to be there this year. He passed away a few days ago. He was a good man. He was a man's man. I will say that. He was a friend to those who knew him and a friend to everyone he met. I'll tell you what. Jack Martorelli always had the best interest of everyone else before himself. Jack Martorelli was a good man. I am honored to have known him all the years. Jack lived in uh, St. Charles. Last Thursday, he passed away at the age of 78. Like I said, he was a good man. He was a good man to his wife, his family, his kids. He served his country proudly and honorably. He's a member of the United States Marine Corps. He's philanthropic to the max. Dedicated most of his life to leading and participating in many of the local area organizations had the distinction of being a founding member of Guns and Hoses. Like I said, he sat next to me, right right to my left, all the years. He's president of the St. Louis Port Council, board member of the Paralyzed Veterans of America, and 
and a board of directors member of Backstoppers. Jack Marelli was a well-respected man in the St. Louis area labor community. He was an executive board member in multiple capacities for many organizations. The former president and business manager of Operating Engineers Local 513. He was a working man's man. Successful entrepreneur as he was, the owner of Martorelli Consulting Services, LLC. For Jack Martorelli, the Lord and faith were very important to him. He found strength in God as a parishioner of the St. Kalitas Catholic Church. He was incredibly devoted to his family, like I said a little bit earlier. He loved them dearly, treasured all the memories they made together through the years. Man, we are going to miss Jack Martorelli. We knew him. We appreciated him. We loved him. We all know our time is coming. You only get X amount of time on this earth. And we all know that the good people in our life, the good people in our life, you got to cherish them while you got them. Jack Martorelli, I cherished you. At Guns and Hoses. At the banquets, at the events. I cherished our friendship and I still do. Time's coming. We're going to catch up with you, Jack. We're going to meet up with you on the heavenly level, on the high side of that mountain. Rest in peace, Jack Martorelli. I know your life on earth was trouble. Only you could know the pain. You weren't afraid to face the devil. You were no
you, my friend. Rest in peace. Jack Martorelli. Rest in peace. Smash, smash, digging a smash. Smash with you here. I was toughing me on, on uh, my buddy Jackie there. But I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Hey, I, um, it's weird to, you know, do kind of like a tribute like that, you know, obituary type of tribute or whatever they're called. I don't know. And then you got to tell people, you know, about radio station stuff, but that's the way it is. And one of the things that Jackie would have wanted me to do is take care of business. And one of the things that, that comes to the fore as far as taking care of business concerns, you taking care of your business. And your business is making sure your health is right. Your business is making sure that the place that you are has the right atmosphere, the right ambiance for your health to be right. I'm talking about making sure you you check in and, and see whether you got that asbestos. Check in and see just how bad that mold and mildew is. Well, you don't want to be touching that stuff. Really, you don't. There's ways to get it done. There's ways to get it done by really, in a way, because this stuff floats, man, and you don't even know it's 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 floating. It gets in, you're breathing it. Then you got these like you little in your lungs and everything. My man, Abram Henson, and his crews over there at Environmental Resources. Environmental Resources, 618-471-9119 in Wood River. Environmental Resources, that's state-of-the-art asbestos and mold remediation, meaning get it out of here. They got all the techniques of the modern day. Satisfaction for the customer. That's the number one priority. Over 30 years of industry experience, they know what they're doing. They show up in that hazmat suit, and they know that there's a danger that lurks because Abrams already come to the house because they offer free, no-obligation estimates, right? So they'll be fine because Abrams there. He's got a machine that's testing whatever he does, and you find you got that stuff floating in there. And it's messing, forget about messing you up, all right? Because we're big people. What if you got little kids in there? What if you got your, your sons and daughters? What if you got your grandkids in there? Getting messed up on the asbestos floating in there. You can't even see it. Getting messed up on the rot that is the mold and mildew behind the, the, the walls and everything. Got to get that out of there. Can't be you tearing it down, throwing it, burning it, whatever. That, that's not the way it, 618. Four seven one ninety one nineteen. You got to call these folks. Let them take care of your situation so you're breathing right. And end and in the end, that breathing right's gonna get you living right. Okay, let's turn you on to good stuff as is always. Environmental resources six one eight four seven one ninety one nineteen.
That's Lady Gaga right there from the VMA Awards last night. The VMA Awards of, shoot, I don't even know how many years they've been going now. I remember when I was working for MTV and they started the whole thing up with the Moon Man and that was the award and it's kind of like, what? What does the Moon Man signify? Because you're used to the Oscar, the Academy Award, the Grammy with a little gramophone and all that. But what is a Moon Man? Well, they told me. I was working over there talking to the producers. And the Moon Man was the first to walk on the moon. And the reason they give away the Moon Man is because most of these acts, if not all these acts, are the first of their kind to make breakthroughs as far as the culture is concerned, to change things up as far as the culture is concerned, just like the moon man walking on the moon, change things up for civilization from that point onward. Well, this music changes the civilization from that point onward, and that's the meaning of the moon man. At least that's what they told me. I bought in. Why not? I was an employee anyhow, so you better buy in. Nevertheless, 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 that was uh, Lady Gaga. And she was... Uh, she was voted one of the best performances. Now, Lady Gaga got, if I'm thinking correctly, the most awards of anybody. And I ain't too hip on Lady Gaga stuff. I don't even know what she's been doing. But bravo, Lady Gaga. I like Lady Gaga. I like Lady Gaga because of the stands that she makes in behalf of people. Like Born This Way was one of the great songs. Still is. But Born This Way kind of was a statement that was a statement that freed a lot of people from the mental cage that the mind can be. So, bravissimo. Lady Gaga right there. And Lady Gaga looks good. I shouldn't say it, but I will. No, I won't. But uh, American Horror Story. I don't know which season is hers. Shoo! Ah, oh, if I was just like 35 years younger. But, you know, I don't know if I, I would want to be. But then again, you know, we came up, oh, guys of my age, we came up in the same kind of crazy situation, a different crazy, but a crazy, in our day that we're experiencing in this day. Although in our day, it was more of a subdued, if it got violent at all, a subdued violence as opposed to stuff that's going on today. It's crazy stuff out in Portland. Portland mayor calling out the president. Man, there's two more months of this political stuff. Going to get heavy into it. It's going to be magnifico as far as the show is concerned. Magnifico. So Lady Gaga. And I tell you what, in this, see the, the difference in the VMAs this year is that nobody was there. They all sent in videos of them accepting, they knew ahead of time. And they all sent in videos of them performing. So you had just magnificent production quality. I think they ought to do it that way every year. It was magnificent production quality. And I tell you, this whole big medley that Lady Gaga did with the costume that changed in colors and everything, she had to do the, the kind of, she, had, she was singing through a mask. But in reality, anybody knows anything. She wasn't singing. The production was already sung. And so it was clear because you can't sing through a mask because things are muffled. Anyway, Lady Gaga. So she excelled. Got herself all kinds of awards as far as the Moon Man is concerned. Over there at the, uh, 
VMA. Hmm. Five awards. I'm looking at it right here. That includes the Tricon Award, first ever, which honors stars who are true triple uh, threats. So you got singing, you got the movies. I don't know what the third threat is. But it's got to be there because she's a Tricon Award winner, the first one ever. But the glitter of her moon person trophies paled in comparison, it says, to the dazzle of her many outfits and jaw-dropping mask. Yeah, you got to see that video. Check it out on Facebook, not Facebook, on uh, YouTube. It was really pretty good. I love Lady Gaga anyhow. And then that movie was a movie. The star was born, her and uh, Bradley, what's his name? Go sha la 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 low. You know, I'm an understanding. You know, I might have a speech impediment going or something like that, but I came to understand it's part of the song. Bravo, Lady Gaga. Then, there's a lot of other ones. Black Eyed Peas. I don't know if anybody saw the Black Eyed Peas. I didn't even see the show last night. I got my Sunday night shows and I go to work late Sunday night. My Sunday night shows are those HBO Showtime shows and everything. I just watch like four or five packed hours of of all these shows. Like for the the Shy. Anybody watched The Shy? C-H-I? The Shy? That just ended the uh, third season here this last week. Whew, that's a fantastic show. Now they got the one uh, called uh, uh, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. Now, I don't know about that one. Then they just started one last night called The Vow. Or they started, I watched it for the first time last night, The Vow. It's about the cults, stuff like that. So I don't know if you've ever seen anything like that, but it's pretty intense, and I think it's going to get more intense because they got this cult leader. It's all wonderful and everything, you know? My goodness, Mark is so smart. And he's a cult leader, but they don't know he's a cult leader yet because now what happens is that the men and women come in, and, of course, they start sharing each other. Only Mark, the cult leader, is the one who gets them all, the women, to live communally with him. And the men can't say nothing because it's share and share alike, although not really because Mark has a commitment situation that he does with the girls. I got his called the vow. I don't condone it. I'm just saying I watched it. Hey, uh, Miley Cyrus was relatively interesting last night. Montana's grown up, 
She looked like uh, Tanya Tucker to me. I ain't saying it in a bad way, but that's that's what Miley Cyrus looked like. Like I tell you what she really looked like, the female version of her dad. She looked just like her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus. Now, I'll never forget Billy Ray Cyrus used to come up and go to these various biker gigs and everything, helping raise money for like Bikers for Babies. Smash Band was playing over there. Hey, Billy Ray Cyrus is in the audience. Can you come up and jam with you? And I'm thinking to myself, Billy Ray Cyrus? Achy, breaky heart. Going to come up and jam rock and roll? Well, sure, why not? It's Billy Ray Cyrus, daggone. I might as well. He came up and kicked everybody's ass. I'm telling you what, Billy Ray Cyrus, bad dude. So Miley Cyrus, wonderful young lady right there, making her annual pilgrimage, they say, to the VMA stage. And her new sig- uh, uh, single is that one, Midnight Sky, it is called. And it brought on some uh, nostalgia because the mirror ball signified the wrecking ball and all this kind of stuff these folks do. But uh, Miley Cyrus is now a young woman as opposed to a little girl. And she's a young woman into the side of Tanya Tucker, I'm just telling you. Because I loved Tanya Tucker. And Miley Cyrus, you're looking good, kid. And she don't, don't seem as stupid as she was before. Remember all the stupid stuff she used to do? Miley Cyrus, daggone it. Well, anyway, just a couple of things right there. And I'm kind of sick myself. And it's not that I'm I'm sick I'm just like, I can't believe what's going on. There was a, a an award for the best pop act, the best pop video. It was to these kids uh, from Korea, the K-pop, I think they're they're called. And K-pop, a uh, wonderful young uh, bunch of guys, was like, come on. Is that stuff really necessary? But see, here's what the problem is. At my age, and I see that stuff, I'm starting to feel like I understand now what my mom and pop and the various other friends that would come over to the house would think when I was there with my three-year, no-haircut, white man's afro. And they're looking at me like I'm some kind of nut. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, man, don't be looking at me. You know, I'm getting in people's faces and everything. It was just like the kids nowadays. They got their difference. We were different to our moms and pops. We were different to, quote-unquote, the establishment, as are the youngsters here today. There's a shift going on, man. Ah, there's a shift going on. It's like uh, those Teutonic shifts or whatever they're called when the earth shifts on itself and then you got earthquakes that are happening. You got to watch out for that big shift because if the big shift happens, then uh, things fall into the ocean, shall we say. Got to be very, very careful. Biggest prize of the night was video of the year. And that's a song called Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Now, I'm saying this the wrong way because I got hair problems myself. All right? But Weeknd, hey, pal, you look good when you had your hair cut angularly. Now you just got a normal afro. And it's kind of like, it's not impactful. But I guess the music is. So once you, you know, make your millions, you can look any way you want. I got to tell you what, man, Black Eyed Peas, I felt sorry for them. One of the things that a couple, two, three of the acts did, you know, those little things that the kids got where you snap them and you put them around your neck and they glow like at Halloween and everything. And all the kids love them and everything. Somebody took a bunch of those 
and put it into the white semi-see-through pants that the Black Eyed Peas were wearing in other acts, but in this particular instance, the Black Eyed Peas. And so it accentuated the, uh, the lower torso into the V that it does come down to in all of us. And they were dancing with these little lights in their crotches. And it's kind of like, come on, man. You guys got to be in your 40s. What are you doing? All right? I understand when you're younger and doing all that kind of stuff. But then again, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm looking for the Fred Astaire dance studio in, in Alton here just so I can, you know, do some steps. That's just me thinking about moving rhythmically. But they were put down as, and I hate to say the word put down, but Black IPs got the, the negative, got the thumbs down as far as last night's uh, anything's concerned on the VMAs. So they have a little bit right there as to what the VMAs were. You need more information, you go. YouTube's got everything over there. No problems whatsoever. I got my information from Variety Magazine, which is the Bible of the entertainment business. And that's what they say. So those guys know what they're writing about Variety. They've been doing it for decades upon decades upon decades. And there you go. little smash report as far as the VMAs were concerned last night. Well, every day at the studio, the man arrives, standing six foot one, weighing five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The smash. The smash. Big bad smash. Smash, smash, digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash. Well, I tell you, I used to smoke cigars. I'll tell you, I just might go back to that AP Cigar Company. I got to find that. Okay. Because I tell you what, drawn on a, on, a, on a right cigar, magnificent. I started out with Swisher Sweets at the gas station. And you graduate up and up and up. And you, eventually you get to, Mac, uh, I think it's called Macanudo, something like that. And you think you're doing something. But man, you got a place. Like AP Cigar Company. You can take a nice draw like that and just kind of relax. Nice. I don't want to call it a, a lazy boy easy chair type of thing, but one of them plush type of chairs, man. You just... A.P. Cigar Company, I'm coming your way, zippity-doo-dah, zippity-a. I ain't smoked cigars in maybe 20 years. Now might be the time. Serious business. Well, I tell you what. Politics, schmolitics. I tell you what. And nothing better than talking politics over a nice cigar. Just a nice cigar. Got a sweet taste to it and everything. You light it up right. You don't draw it in. Just puff on it, you know. Just, oh. Politics, schmolitics. We're into it. Two months left till the election. It's like, hey, El Presidente, <laughs> get your act together. Here's Trump, in case you haven't seen it or heard this. Talking Bible verses with the guys from Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Bloomberg Political. 
Okay. You mentioned the Bible. You've been talking about how it's your favorite book. Some people are surprised that you say that. I'm wondering what one or two of your most favorite Bible uh, verses are well, and why. I, I wouldn't want to get into it because to me that's very personal. You know, when I talk about the Bible, it's very personal. So I don't want to get into there's verses. No, there's I don't no want to get into it. There's no, no verse I, that I, means I a lot to you that you think about or cite? The, the Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Even to cite a verse that no, you like? No, I don't want to do that. You're I mean, an Old okay. Testament guy or a New Testament guy? Uh, probably equal. I think it's just an incredible, <laughs> the whole Bible is an incredible, I joke. Uh, very much so. They always hold up the art of the deal. I say my second favorite book of all time. But uh, I just think the Bible is just something very special. Hey, you uh, Superman or Batman? Mm, probably equal. I, I I tell you what. It's the old don't mix religion with politics type of thing. Daggone it, El Presidente. Got to be careful, man. All these guys want to do is slice you up and you're letting them. Stuff like that. You know what you got to do? And by the way, youngsters who are thinking about becoming broadcasters like Cool Papa Smash, right? Listen to this phenomenal radio segue. Segue is when you transition from one point to another. Listen to this segue. This is Lesson 408-9, Smash School of Broadcasting. Masterclass, by the way. Masterclass. So, you got Trump. They're trying to hit on him as far as pound him on the Bible verses and everything. He got no answer because he don't <laughs> know. So what you got to do is shake it off. Magnificent. That's a segue, my friend. See, I'm too late. Got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. I go on to Smash, you're playing Taylor Swift, and just a few minutes ago, you played Molly Hatchet. What kind of programmer are you? That's called guts programming, my friend. Once again, Smash School of Broadcasting, lesson 608-9. Every lesson is the same lesson. Now, this is the week, the reason I play this, because this is the week that was a big deal, if you might remember, that uh, Taylor Swift was getting an award, and... uh, over the VMAs, because I was talking about the VMAs a little bit earlier. So Taylor Swift's getting the award for happy-go-lucky artist of the year, whatever the award is. And then Kanye West, you remember? He dropped in on stage. Her best female video goes to Taylor Swift.
like to maybe win one of these someday, but I never actually thought that would happen. Uh, I sing country music, so thank you so much for giving me a chance to win a VMA award. I... Yo, Taylor, I I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. I tell you what I loved about that moment. Uh, Kanye West jumps in on stage on Taylor Swift, who had gotten the award. And he said, uh, "You know, I'm I'm, I'm going to give you time, but don't don't worry worry about. It. I just want to say that one of the best videos because everybody thought Beyonce was going to win with her video, uh, but she didn't. Taylor Swift got it, and so Kanye gets up there and does his Kanye West thing. And the crazy part about it is, if you watch again on YouTube." If you watch the replay of this whole thing, she's over there being all, oh, I'm so surprised. I can't believe. No. Well, are you, oh. And it's kind of like, it's all was set up, you punks. Set up. It's the way they do it. Show business. I'm not saying, saying this angrily. I'm teaching class right now, all right? I'm going to give you a look into show business, especially you moms and pops out there. Listen to this stuff. This is what your kids want to get in. Nobody want to be scientists anymore. Nobody want to be, well, police anymore. Everybody wants to be a showman, athlete, same type of thing. It's about the entertainment business. So they set this up because what this does, it signifies not only Taylor Swift, it signifies this angry young man who interrupts her moment of grandeur to steal some of that, not only for himself, but to give a slice off to Beyonce, who's acting like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is happening. Well, no, you shouldn't have done Well, yeah, okay. Anyway, all set up. So bravo to those guys. Now, here's what the deal was. That was 2009, this particular week, all right? So comes <laughs> six years later, and this is before Kanye found Jesus, and this comes uh, in 2015, and this is his song that signifies what he did at the VMAs to Taylor Swift. Oh! myself sad that know me best. I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. I made that bitch famous. And that's what the words are. I believed out the, the parts that the government won't, uh, won't allow you to, to have there. It's kind of like, what happened? What happened to society? I remember once uh, in the early days of radio, I said ass on the air. It got suspended because you couldn't talk that way back then. I called a guy a schmuck, thinking that a schmuck was just a dumbass. <laughs> and I didn't know in my... Well, it's because I, I really, it's because I didn't get bar mitzvah and I didn't know exactly what it was. Same type of thing here, man. You got to bleep on the N word, of course. You don't want nobody busting you on that. And, but they're calling women bitches on the air. Shame, 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 shame. You have sex with Taylor Swift. Shame on you, man. But. Got to do that kind of stuff. 
got to hit exclamation points. It's not about periods or question marks or commas or semicolons. It's got to be exclamation point all the way. That is show business. He made Taylor Swift famous. Well, she got him back. Uh, what was the year? 2016, because he was 15. So 2016, Taylor Swift gets him back because she now goes beyond the VMA, the moon man. I can't believe I saw Smashington. With all the years of rock and roll in this town, I'm talking about Taylor Swift and Kanye West. But it's on this week in history. All right, music history, daggone it. So anyway, she gets him back because now she got a couple of Grammys one night. And as the first woman to win album of the year at the Grammys twice, I want to say to all the young women out there, there are going to be people along the way who will try to undercut your success or take credit for your accomplishments or your fame. But if you just focus on the work and you don't let those people sidetrack you, someday when you get where you're going, you'll look around and you will know that it was you and the people who love you who put you there. And that will be the greatest feeling in the world. Thank you for this moment. So there you go, Kanye West. So they play back and forth like that. It's, you know, kind of sets them up. Helps them out, sell records. I don't know exact, but who knows? They might be on the same record label. Who knows? They might have the same management. I tell you what, I got to angle the way I'm sitting better because I keep hitting the mic as I'm flailing my hands around and everything. Anyway, that's what happened this week, oh, so many few years ago. There you are. You have been informed. I certainly hope you've found some sorts of entertainment value in this programming here this afternoon, as is always, 4 to 6 o'clock, Monday through Friday, right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM, the Big Z. It's called Smash Daily. I love it. Glad to be here. Appreciate you listening. River Bend, we got a bright, sunny day going on right now. It's going to be a magnificent evening. Let's go outside and enjoy it too the max i'll catch you tomorrow until then i got to be g-o-h and gone well that is it you've been digging the smash smash daily style for as long as you was able to tune in today performance time monday through friday four to six o'clock right here on wbgz 107.1 fm the big z so until the next time, I am G-O-H-N gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one, no matter what that one happens to be. Smash, smash,